It's July the 6th. Let's read the Bible. Friends, welcome back to this year-long journey through the Word of God from Genesis to Revelation in just one year. Here we are, early days of July, starting the second half of our journey through the whole Bible. We are in the book of Psalms today, Psalms 74 and 75. And a little peek ahead, tomorrow we're going to jump into the New Testament, the amazing book of Acts. More about that in a moment. As we look at these two psalms, Psalm 74 is called a mascal or a teaching psalm of Asaph, but Psalm 75 is also called a psalm of Asaph. And even though they were not written as one composition, really, these two psalms go together. Because in Psalm 74, the, the writer Asaph is thinking about what happened at the Babylonian captivity, what happened in Jerusalem, what happened to the city, to the devastation, to the destruction, to the complete wiping away of Solomon's temple, how Nebuchadnezzar and his army came in and they tore down Solomon's beautiful temple. They set it aflame. They, they, they threw the stones one side to the other. They, they burned the homes of Jerusalem. They tore down the walls of Jerusalem so that when they left to go back to Babylon, it was the whole region of Jerusalem. It was a wasteland. The Psalm 74 is asking the Lord, Lord, how could this have happened? Lord, when are they going to be judged for what they did? It's the people of God wrestling over the suffering that they have incurred, even even though it may have come because of their own sin. I mean, that's why Psalm 74 begins with the question, why have you rejected us forever? Underline the word forever, O oh God. That's Psalm 74. We're going to come to Psalm 75 and get the answer to this. Psalm 75, yeah, I think these two psalms are put together because 74 raises the critical question, Lord, are you going to be like this to us forever? Will you allow... Will you allow Jerusalem to lie in ruins like this forever? The answer is going to come in Psalm 75. No, that's not going to be forever. But God's going to say, I choose the appointed time of my judgment. So then, let's go to Psalm 74, this mascal, this teaching psalm by Asaph. Why have you rejected us forever, O God? Why does your anger smolder against the sheep of your pasture? Remember, it's a key word, remember the people you purchased of old, the tribe of your inheritance whom you redeemed, Mount Zion where you dwell, turn your steps toward these everlasting ruins. He's talking about the ruins of the temple, these everlasting ruins, all this destruction the enemy have brought on the sanctuary. Your foes roared in the place where you met with us. They set up their standards as signs. They behaved like men wielding axes to cut through a thicket of trees. They smashed all the carved paneling with their axes and hatchets. They burned your sanctuary to the ground. They defiled the dwelling place of your name. They said in their hearts, we will crush them completely. They burned every place where God was worshipped in the land. We are given no miraculous signs, no prophets are left, and none of us knows how long this will be. It's always the question. Not just why has this happened, but Lord, how long? How long will the enemy mock you, O God? Will the foe, foe revile your name forever? 
Why do you hold back your hand, your right hand? Take it from the folds of your garment and destroy them. But you, O God, are my king from of old. You bring salvation upon the earth. It was you who split open the sea by your power. You broke the heads of the monster in the waters. It was you who crushed the heads of Leviathan and gave him his food to the creatures of the desert. It was you who opened up springs and streams. You dried up the ever-flowing rivers. The day is yours and yours also the night. You established the sun and moon. It was you who set all the boundaries of the earth. You made both summer and winter. Remember, remember how the enemy has mocked you, O Lord, how foolish people have reviled your name. Do not hand over the life of your dove to wild beasts. Do not forget the lives of your afflicted people forever. Have regard for your covenant because haunts of violence fill the dark places of the land. Do not let the oppressed retreat in disgrace. May the poor and needy praise your name. Rise up, O God, and defend your cause. Remember how fools mock you all day long. Do not ignore the clamor of your adversaries, the uproar of your enemies, which rises continually. You got that. You, the you, you, you bring, you who split, you who crushed, you who opened. The day is yours, and yours also the night. <laughs> wow, you set the boundaries. And then, Lord, remember, remember the enemy. Foolish people have mocked your name. This is a good song. Rise up, O God, and defend your cause. How long? Will this go on? So we get God's answer, if you will, in Psalm 75. For the director of music to the tune of Do Not Destroy a Psalm of Asaph, a song, we give thanks to you, O God. We give thanks for your name is near. Men tell of your wonderful deeds. You say, I choose the appointed time. It is I who judge uprightly. When the earth and all of its people quake, it is I who hold its pillars firm. To the arrogant I say, boast no more. And to the wicked, do not lift up your horns. Do not lift up your horns against heaven. Do not speak with outstretched neck. No one from the east or the west or from the desert can exalt a man, but it is God who judges. He brings one down. He exalts another. In the hand of the Lord is a cup filled with foaming wine mixed with spices. He pours it out and all the wicked of the earth drink it down to its very drags. As for me, I will declare this forever. I will sing praise to the God of Jacob. I will cut off the horns of all the wicked, but the horns of the righteous will be lifted up. Lord, you see the devastation, the destruction of Jerusalem. They have taken, we are your people. This is your city. This was your temple. This is the place where you dwelt with man. This was your dwelling place on the earth. Lord, look what they have done. Look what they have done to your house, to your people, to your home, to your place, to your city. Lord, how long will this go on? And the answer from Psalm 75 is, I choose the appointed time. God's saying, don't you worry about anything. Kids, don't worry about anything. I got this. I got it. God does not follow 
your time or mine. He's not acting on your agenda or mine. He's not following your schedule or mine. I mean, I got my plans of what my suggestions of what I think the Lord ought to do. And God says, don't worry about it. Uh, there is an appointed time. And in this context, it means there is an appointed time. I will judge the Babylonians. I mean, in this, you're thinking about Psalm 74, when, uh, when Nebuchadnezzar, the great king of Babylon, when Daniel explained that dream, head of gold, chest of silver, you, O king of the head of gold, Nebuchadnezzar was fine with that. But after you, when Nebuchadnezzar didn't want to think of after you, there shall rise another kingdom inferior to you. That's the kingdom. We call it the Medo-Persian kingdom. That day it seemed impossible. It seemed like Nebuchadnezzar and the Babylonians would rule forever. But Nebuchadnezzar lived and he died. And then a couple of others came along. And finally, Belshazzar is the king of a shrunken Babylon and on that day, October 12, 539 B.C., he gives a drunken orgy feast for a thousand of his, of his chief people. And then the women and the concubines and the servants and the guards and the bakers and the waiters, thousands and thousands of people there in Babylon, they're getting drunk. And they, and they call, and, they, and Belshazzar calls for the, uh, bring out those objects of gold and silver from the temple in Jerusalem. And they drunk wine out of those goblets of gold and silver and prods, and they praised, they blasphemed the God of heaven, and they praised the God of, of, of gold and silver and stone. They, they praised false gods. And suddenly came down that finger. Remember that finger? He suddenly was struck sober in that moment, numbered, weighed, Divided, your days are numbered. You've been weighed in the balances and found wanting. The kingdom shall be divided and taken from you that very night. That very night, Belshazzar, I read about it. It's in Daniel chapter 5. This is what the psalmist means. This is what God means. There's an appointed time. Though the wheels of God grind slowly, they grind exceeding small with exactness stands. He, with patience, stands he waiting. With exactness, grinds he all. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that shall he also reap. There's an appointed day of judgment coming for the murderers, coming for the rebellious, coming for the God-haters, coming for the perverts, coming for the sexually immoral, coming for the greedy, coming for the oppressors of the widow and the orphan. There's a day of judgment coming. It can't be right, but it also can't be postponed. So we south today, then let us today go out and say, Lord, we believe in you. We don't understand why things happen the way they do, but we believe in you. We will praise you more and more and more. We do pray, Lord, let that day of judgment and deliverance come soon. And meanwhile, give us hearts while we wait to keep believing and keep on praising you. So, friends, God knows what he's doing, and he's doing it. He's got it. Everything's on, everything's on the calendar. God set an appointed time for all things. We're going to be okay, and those who have mocked him will not be okay. So, rejoice in the Lord. Serve him today with gladness. Have a great day, folks. Come back tomorrow. We're going to hop into the amazing book of Acts. See you then.